welcome to One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life with your host, Michael R. Hurst, a weekly dialogue about how you can manage the things that we methodically push down deep inside ourselves, the stuff we whisper about and hide from, and where you may get to say that one more thing before somebody walks out the door or to those you lost or are losing. We are happy you're here. Come on in and join the conversation. Here's Michael. Welcome to the first episode of Tea with Charlie and Me, where today, Charlie, our Shih Tzu, and I, on a weekly basis, are going to provide you midweek mini discussions, tips, resources, and talk about life's little aggravations. Now, I did say midweek, and today is Friday, but we figured this is the best time to share with you right before the weekend the top 10 self-care tips for mental health and well-being, the number one prescription you should write to yourself So grab a cup of your favorite tea or a cup of coffee or whatever helps you relax, and let's get started. Let me ask you a question. Did you remember to pay the bills? Did you remember to put gas in the car? Did you remember to take your clothes to the dry cleaner? And most importantly, did you remember to take care of yourself? In today's society, people tend to forget to take care of themselves. And it's essential to balancing the mind, the body, and the soul. It's the key to being happy and being healthy. So Charlie and I are here to remind you that when life is moving as fast as a New York minute, you need to take a breath, relax, and concentrate on you. Especially if you've recently lost someone or a fur baby, or if you're a caregiver, if you're working too much, if you have an overload of financial stress, family stress, political stress, just to name a few. Have you or your friends or your family noticed you become grumpy, disheveled, malnourished, physically and emotionally drained? How about socially isolated from society? These are signs that you need some self-care. Unfortunately, sometimes we have to learn the art of self-care, and it typically isn't taught to us as a child. Although some people do grow up in an environment that nurtures self-care, but those of us that haven't, we have to take a proactive approach to learning it. Baby steps in some cases. The key is balancing mind, body, and soul. And you caretakers out there, we've been there. As I stated before, we took care of my family member for 18 months of his life as he suffered from Lewy body dementia. And we understand that providing care to someone else is a 24-7 job that we may get thrust into without any training or expectation of duties or how to de-stress from that life. So this is for you, too. The Oxford Dictionary defines self-care as a noun. It's the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health and the practice of taking an active role in promoting one's own well-being and happiness. In particular, during periods of stress, i.e., an essential form of self-care methodology is to meditate, to relax and refresh the mind, body, and soul. So Charlie and I recommend that you write yourself a prescription for self-care. Create a daily or weekly schedule that you take care of yourself. Take the time to recognize that you are the only one that can effectively prescribe these methodologies for your own mental health and well-being and follow them. So get some paper, open your notes on your phone, or just print them off from our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. That's beforeyougopodcast.com. They're in the show notes. So there's no time like the present to get started. Here's the top 10 self-care tips. Number one, eat well. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Nutrition is key to your mind, body, and soul. It keeps you focused, refreshed, and balanced. I can attest to that fact because I have rheumatoid arthritis. I manage my disease with diet. Number two, exercise. Get up and about. Release the endorphins. It'll make you feel better about yourself. Take a walk. Run around the park. Run around the block. 
Walk down to the coffee shop. Take a breath of fresh air break. Number three, meditate or practice Tai Chi, Qigong, or yoga. Look into it. Find a class. It's great for the mind, body, and soul, and it's key to balancing. Number four, take the time to breathe. Smell the flowers. Play in the grass. Take your shoes and socks off. Feel the grass between your toes. Look at the blue sky. Take in the beauty of nature. Number five, remain socially connected and active. Don't lose sight of your friends and family. And that doesn't mean Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It means face-to-face, hugs, handshakes, conversation. It's really good for your mind, body, and soul. It's been scientifically proven that the human being needs that personal connection to thrive. Number six, take a break from the real world. Make a date. Go to the movies. Take a walk. Meet a friend for lunch and do something that is not related to work, not related to your normal responsibilities while you recharge. Number seven, get support. Support groups are a lifeline to sanity when you can talk and listen to others in the same journey that you are in, especially if you are having trouble managing grief, anger, loneliness, depression, anxiety, or anything that is overwhelming. Number eight, adopt a pet. A cat or a dog make wonderful companions. They make you feel good. They can make you happy when you're down. They can cuddle with you when you know you need it. They love unconditionally. Charlie, our Shih Tzu, is an absolute best friend of mine. He's there when I'm down. He's there when I'm happy. He reminds me to take breaks. We share snacks. Probably a little too many. When I don't feel good, he cuddles with me. He greets me at the door when I come home. He loves to play. He keeps me active. And yes, he does all these things with my wife as well. But after all, this is tea with Charlie and me. And in all fairness, prior to Charlie, we had three cats. Again, constant companions who loved unconditionally, asking nothing in return but love. We've always had pets around the house. Cats, dogs, guinea pigs. And they've always brought joy and comfort to us. They were a part of our family. But it doesn't have to be a cat or a dog. It could be a snake or a frog or a turtle or a bird. Whatever your heart and your soul tells you to seek out, make that animal or that pet part of your family. Number nine, practice communication. Talking is key to others' understanding and or you being able to release the negativity you're holding in. It's a major part of self-care. The negativity you hold in, the anger, the resentment, grows and grows and disrupts the mind, body, and soul from balancing. Number 10, laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. I know it's a cliche, but it really works. Watch a comedy. Tell a joke. Go to a play. Read a book. Learn a new language. Pray. Garden. Knit. Get a massage. Take a long bath. Just take time for you. And I'm going to throw in number 11, because I think it's really important. Creative arts is a wonderful way to explore your inner self, to release anger, resentment, to express yourself through the arts. You can paint, you can dance, you can sing, you can go to an acting class. Just take the time to express yourself creatively. 
So there you have it, the top 10 self-care tips for mental health and well-being, the number one prescription you should write to yourself. And yeah, I know I threw an extra one in there. Couldn't help myself. Charlie says, and I agree, don't hesitate. Your mind, body, and soul are calling. It will make you a much happier person in the long run. As a bonus, in the show notes or on the website, beforeyougopodcast.com, we're going to provide a link to you for downloading a PDF that you can cut up that will have daily tips and or weekly tips, however you prefer, for practicing self-care all about you. This will remind you every day to do something. Pick one up, take it out of your jar, take it out of your bowl, take it out of your hat, put it in your wallet, put it in your purse. Take a time today religiously to pick it up, look at it, and practice it whether it be finding an outlet or meditating for a few minutes. We are your host, Michael R. Hurst and Charlie. Which reminds me, Charlie, let's go get another cup of tea and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. That's beforeyougopodcast.com. Tell your story. Share your expertise, contribute to the blog, and subscribe to the newsletter. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform. And one more thing before you go. Have a nice day, have a nice week, and thanks for listening. One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life podcast, is a creation of One More Thing Productions, established 2010, all rights reserved. Time to go, Charlie.